For the following podcast episode and all others forthwith, all names belonging to the host's siblings or other family members have been and shall be changed due to security reasons. Thank you and enjoy. We're back! Ooh, I was about to remind you to project your voice because it's far (laughs) away, but you did great! We're back! We are, um... Who are... We're... Holy cow. We're Sarcasm and Size Podcast. This is my host, Turtle. And I am the brain-dead fox. As you can tell, we had a wonderful holiday. We also had a wonderful first week of school. Which is part of the problem, at the very least. It's been a good time. It's been a hot minute since we've been here. Yeah. Yeah. We still do not get that Twitter up. We didn't. We should. We could. Yeah. That could be tonight's project. Alright. We'll see if... We um, do it? (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking this might hold us accountable, but I don't really have any faith in... We'll do it eventually. We hope you listen to the podcast. There you go. And check out our social medias. I think at this point, if we do Twitter, it's just going to be the ridiculous out-of-context quotes that we have. Yes. And Until we get any other ideas. So if you guys have ideas, reach out. Yeah. Tell them to us. Be be engaged. I, to Not to us. With us? Engage with us. Engage That's, with the content. I am not doing well. No. Mm. No, you're not. See, the problem... Mm-hmm. The problem is my body decided sleep is not real, or sleep is evil. I'm trying to talk my body into believing it is both good and not fictitious. How's that going? Well, I saw the doctor today, and I don't have any hope. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds horrible. It'll be fine. I'm not the first person to have... Insomnia. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So tell me, Turtle, Mm -hmm. what's new with you? Um, we had the holidays, got to see family, had a good time, got stressed out, Mm -hmm. um, went back to school, I was on early, anytime that school's out of session and I work, then I'm on an earlier schedule, and I don't like that, but here we are. We're not back on normal schedule, which also means my body's all like, do you want to sleep? Maybe. Are you going to? Eh. Yeah. So, this week, school was back. I had some more stuff that I had to do. and getting more responsibility-ish stuff for my job, so, you know. Taught a lecture. Nice. Did projects. Yeah. And hitting another one. Little professional you. Apparently it's a welcome to an adult world. I'm like, I didn't want to be an adult when I was a kid. I don't know what to do with it now. I never did want to grow up. I mean, not like in a... I just took full advantage of being a child. To the point where apparently one time my aunt was telling me off. And I looked at her and said, what do you expect from me? I'm just a kid. Which made a big impression on her. I hear about that just about every time I see her. (laughs) There's so much freedom in being a kid. Yeah. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have recently been (laughs) contemplating what path in life I seem to have to take that leads me to taking a class in college called Death, Dying, and Bereavement. 
Cassette <laughs> seems like it was an odd path to get here. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. My first thought was Beetlejuice. What? Which is not helpful. I need maybe a little explanation, having not seen the movie. So they kind of have a book vaguely like that, but it's more like introduction, where it's more like an introduction to, hey, you've died, this is what is going to happen next. But like they have a title sort of like that. So like the movie's kind of fun, it's got some weird wacky characters and there's real, real weird, but then they've also recently made it into a musical. And that's got some interesting numbers where that kind of comes up a little bit more where it's like, I'll be your ghost to the other side. He, the, the, the Beetlejuice character is a lot less psychotic and evil in the musical, but you do it's know. all about death dying and, for some people, bereavement. You do know this hurts me right in the theology, right? Yes. Okay. Just it's fiction. Yeah. I like I believe it. Yeah, but I've discovered my theology bleeds into everything. Including my choice in music, which is still extremely funny to me, that, like, my non-Christian songs are basically, I'm a sinner. <laughs> yeah. Let me rebel. Let me riot. Uh, you know, I, it's I mean, a fun choice. My theology is inescapable, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Which probably is a good thing. I mean, yeah. It just makes some bits Everyone, more interesting. Yeah. 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 I really want to see if you can figure out how to play a Christian character in a and d game, and you're just trying to tell everyone how wrong all of their stuff is. I mean, Nope is not... <sighs> nope was my character in D&D, and she was raised in a monastery and learned about all the gods and then discovered you can kill the gods and thought, what sort of lame gods are these? And so left... And according to this world as an atheist, but, you know, privately in my head, she definitely thinks there's one God. And that's fair. I think we should just figure out how to do a campaign where you're a character who it's just like you're... I'm a missionary? I don't know missionary is a strong word, but you definitely have opinions on everyone else's not real gods. I literally went around trying to kill other people's gods until I realized that that would make me a god in this world, and I, I hate it. Yeah, I know. So you literally want me to play the character I'm playing right now? You're welcome? Not exactly. No, no focus does seem a little bit more to be like, here, let's strategize, let's actually, like, you know... She has a bit more going on for her than just, I'm gonna kind of be all like, hey, do you, where, what is your... I'm not evangelizing. Alright, whatever. I can't. No, I mostly just want you to get in fights with other people who do have different theologies, because I think it'd be funny. But I just want to see Vanya try to explain her imaginary friend than any of the rest of them. I just want to see the debates. But I'm not going to fight with anyone about their belief system. I know. Why are you trying to make me a hateful character? No, I don't want you to be a hateful character. I just, want to ha I just want you guys to have a conversation and feel like there'd be some points that one of you guys would just be like, no, that's not like, I can appreciate that's what you think, but no. I just want to see what ridiculous nonsense comes up. So you want me to live my life. When in D&D, &D, the whole point is you get to pick someone and, and work through your issues and not be the person that you are. I went for a one-shot, you have to talk to someone who believes some ridiculous religion, and there's just a whole conversation about that. Because I want the other person to have to be coming up with all these facts on the fly. That's mostly that, what I want. Okay. Just one conversation. You just want to force someone to be ridiculous. Yes. And force me to be reasonable? 
If you want to be, you can that also be not horrible. Reasonable. You don't have horrible. to be reasonable. I don't want to do it. I feel like you could come up with very unreasonable ways to combat what they have with actual theology. Well, that does sound like a fun challenge. Uh-huh. Fair enough. There I mean... <sighs> whatever. Alright, so... <laughs> before we got wildly sidetracked, I was That's gonna ask... What do you consider a good death? Um, That's something we have to address in this ridiculous class, and 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 I've been thinking about a lot of different ways in which I would choose to go out, and I've got some thoughts. Okay, so here's the thing. Technically, I've kind of vaguely got, like, two ideas. It's not like I spend a lot of time thinking about it. I can tell you some of the historical aspects of what used to go into people's thought process for what a good death was. Okay. And then I have vaguely what I've kind of just been, like, told is probably a good death, and that's, you know, you just die of old age peacefully in your just, sleep. Okay. <laughs> just in the grocery store picking up milk. Keep over. You know, you know, no, more so just the whole you die in your sleep and you're just kind of gone. No yeah, but pain, suffering. We don't like, actually just know that they're not in pain. You and I both experience pain in our dreams. I don't know that it would be a pain-free death to die So see, sleep. look, that's the thing. I don't think about it too much. I'm like, I genuinely don't necessarily know. Just, you okay. know, but the you idea is that two. there's no... The idea is that there's no pain they probably just passed in their sleep and it was just they're gone um mm-hmm. and that's just also because uh different people have known it's like the the spontaneous heart attacks are not good for anyone that's a whole other issue fair enough different stuff so that's not great um historically speaking i had to read a book for my civil war class that actually talked about what the good deaths used to mean and how the civil war flipped that on its head especially for american society Okay. So you to a good... Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So it's, I've got somewhere a whole book about, like, it's... The whole book is just focused on death in the Civil War. And it's actually pretty interesting. Because yeah. used to, good deaths would be you're at home, maybe surrounded by loved ones, or you're at least around a loved one. And one of the most important aspects was getting to say your last words. Mm. That someone could record your last words Dude, and have this as a memory. so much farther back than Civil War. That's freaking biblical. You know, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. that was when it started changes around Civil War times as gotcha. the wars got a lot more intense and So bloody. the last words mean less. Yes. Okay. Technically, it'd be fantastic, but that's when there started to be a severing of what that idea of good death was. Okay. Because it used to be that, yes, you get last words, you'd have them written down, they'd be very important, you would be able to, they, your family would be able to see you dead, kind of come to terms with it if it's like, okay, we know this person is gone, mm-hmm. here, we have them buried here, this is where their bodies laid, like going through the proce- the funeral process, whatever that looks like for them. And to be fair, this is Western society, so... And different places have different things. This was just what I read for this book about America, which would probably translate right. to the UK, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was more, you got last words, you kind of got to dress up, everyone got to... They were in a mourning period of where they would dress and symbolize it right. for a certain for like amount of time. like a year sometimes. A year, whatever amount of time would work, and everyone would kind of know that you've died, but you've left this message this thing they might even do i think some people did if they had enough money where they do like a death mask and it would be like a dude those are so faces. i hate them yeah we study totally them in fair. art and they're just i mean if your face is all swollen and bloated maybe don't make a mask out of this gold <laughs> yeah. to haunt your relatives yeah but just like all these ways of remembering the dead loved one have you come to terms of it's like okay we're there in his last moment right. we're there in their last moments doing all this different stuff and the Civil War went and changed all that facts because you have so many people dying all the time. Right. Probably all in the same family or close to it, so you can't actually have periods of mourning. You're basically just, if it's a family member, you're just in black all the time because everyone's dying. 
um, you weren't able to hear their last words because you didn't, sometimes you didn't even know where your relatives were. They could be out on a battlefield and you wouldn't find them for 45 years. Like, yeah, dog tags weren't a thing until Dog tags weren't a thing. All later. the people, yeah, it's like they weren't able to just take bodies and deposit them and actually like go through the last rites of anything of having them in their specific right. graves or anything. You just have mass funeral burials. And so it's like, we don't know what happened to your family. A lot, that was a wow. large issue with, especially at the end of the war, it's like, okay, the war's fought and done. Where are all the boys we sent off? Where are all these people that we had go? And it's all like, well, we're missing over, like, 3,000-something people. So, like, if you can find them, good luck. We hope you... Maybe they ran away. Maybe they got hurt. Maybe wow. they're dead. You have no closure of any sort. You don't know what their last words are. They so might what, have been around nobody. They might not even have battle parts. Body so parts. Not battle parts. What became a good death if that was no longer a good death? Essentially, uh, like bravery in battle or something. The idea was always that bravery in battle could be a good thing, um, just in the aspect that they defended their stuff with how mm. all the different sides took what the end of civil war meant, different in different ways. But it was if you could be heroic, that's great. A lot more of it just became: Do you have the closure of knowing that they're dead? Oh, can gosh. you at least just say, "Okay, this person is gone. We put the good dead. death." Confirming they're dead. Essentially, because you weren't you weren't sure that was like a whole thing. Uh, I can't remember if it's Claire Barn or Florence Nightingale, like, actually helped, uh, maybe the beginnings of Red Cross or whatever, that that was just a huge mission they had, was just seeing, can we identify these dead people wow. to tell their families, hey, they are dead, we can send you some of their belongings, Dude. but just, here's confirmation, they are dead, you can put them to rest. That is a really hard thought. You can put the idea of, of just being unsure. So that's basically what it became anytime, really, it's during war times. I think overall... Even now, the idea would be you'd still get some closure with, with whoever is dead. You might not be as important to hear the last words, but just knowing, okay, we've... Yeah. That's why some people think viewing them is great after this. Like, okay, we've well, done the viewing. Well, death photography them. became a really big thing, too. That's true. Because, like, you couldn't afford photography for anything but really important things, so there's a lot of dead kids in pictures. Kat can explain a lot more about that, because I remember watching a whole thing. Like, she'd watched a whole thing, a few different videos about that. Dog tags ended up being great because it's like, okay, here's a thing we can tell yeah. for sure that this person's not just MIA, prisoner of war, anything like that. It's, it's, or they didn't run away, they're not lost somewhere. Yeah. It's more, can we just get the closure of they are dead and we don't have to just wonder for the rest of our lives? Oh, that's rough. So, All right. And well. you have so many unnamed ones who are out there. I appreciate the Dude, history lesson, but what is your good death? Your parents just. Not your parents. Hopefully they're dead <laughs> by the time you go. <laughs> but, like, just people being sure you're dead doesn't seem like the best of deaths to me. Like, seems like a, a good requirement, a good box <laughs> good to check off. Am like, I actually dead? Or am I still alive somewhere? I you know mean, what? If I, have I all promise. Who knows what I'm doing? I'm going to poke I've you with a stick. I've decided to run. What? I'll poke you with a stick, just to be sure. I'll, you know how you were saying, like, my parents should be dead by the time that I'm dead? I am under the impression mm. that chances are higher unless something's happened. You might also already be gone. That's fair. I am, I am quite a bit older. Just a little bit. I mean, not just a little bit. Like a huge amount. Not a huge amount. So, like, you could make it. I just think yeah. your body's also already jacked up as it is, so it's like, I don't That's even want to guess what it's going to do later on. That's entirely true. Self-sabotage, as far as I'm aware of. So it's like, I just... It's curious just to see what's going to happen. And whoever, who knows what's going to happen there. Fair enough. There was one point where I was like, I just think growing old sounds horrible. Maybe I want to die young. And I was like, nope, I also don't like that option. <laughs> These are all horrible. I was like, just You haven't told me what a good death is for you. I'm just assuming I just, you know, go to sleep and don't wake up. 
Okay. I really don't have much At a stock. wrinkly age. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever God calls me home, maybe the rapture happens. I, I don't He's done determined. Mm. Right. That's my thing. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if I get older, I'm fairly certain I'm having Alzheimer's, so I'm not going to remember much anyway. So, like, fair enough. If I have anyone who's around me that still is concerned about me, like, that'll be nice. Mom's always been worried about that. Of just, like, if you don't, you know, get married or have people, like, you're not going to have people take care of you. And I'm like, well, guess I should treat my siblings well, and hopefully they will. But also, that's a little messed up. It basically <laughs> means your mother had children for a, the workforce, for it, her personal... It's a retirement plan. It is a retirement it's plan. It's a retirement plan, which I feel like is a lot of different people. That, that might be built into, like, families and things. Yeah. Fairly certain, just you have someone to take care of you when you're older. Yeah, but, like, that's just family. That's not yeah. the reason you have a family. No, I think she's just trying to find reasons for me to have a family. Ah, and I just see. resist all of them. So some of her final ploys are just, like, if you're not going to have anyone, they're like, I have younger siblings. I hope they still like me. If not, they can ship me off because I probably won't remember or know anything anyway, so... Depending on I how don't old you are, your younger siblings are going to be pretty old, too. Like, if you're 90... The demon child. Still going to be old. <laughs> you're not wrong. I don't know, I don't know how helpful she'll be what? at a ripe old age of... I can't do the math right now. Uh, if I'm 90, she would be... 74? That's pretty old. But it all depends on how you act about being old as well. We went on true. a we went on that a because um, like what is it? Mimi's like eighty something now, whatever. And mom was remembering something. So the last time they went on like a big trip with dad's side of the family when I was in like maybe second or third grade was Granny Fern paid for us everyone to go on a vacation. Everyone she to got go on to a stay. Big, yeah, every, no, no, no. Everyone, no, she was with us. Oh, um, she would just sometimes just stay in her own room. So this was That's like, nice. it wasn't just that she paid. No, we were all on a big cruise ship, so she would interact with us. Remember, like she was still working, doing all this different stuff, very fit. And she was like eighty years old. That's awesome. Like just fantastic, no good shape, turn, just man. doing like it took her forever to actually get into. I think she was in one of the like uh more. She just Assisted had her own. Living. It would be assisted Yeah, it's like a little bit more so like she was at a place, but she was still doing her own thing before she had to actually get into one of them and just kind of... Yeah. Uh, Mimi, however, is on the reverse end where she's younger than that and looks insane. I've seen Not pictures. doing well. <laughs> yes, not just... She's not doing well whatsoever. So it's like, yeah. I think it just depends on how you age. My, yeah, my two sets of grandparents... The, the ones that acted positively ancient mm -hmm. all the time were both of them younger than my other set who acted like they were still in high school. They had hundreds and hundreds of hours of, like, community service, and then they were in so many clubs. My favorite, though, is my grandfather um, wanted to join the whittling club. Mm. He liked to think of himself as a woodworker. He was not. And he finally embraced that fact. And so what he did was he went to, like, Michael's or Hobby Lobby. I really don't know which one. Bought all the little wooden things, like, that you normally paint for crafts. And then he took it to the whittling club and would just, like, be shaving off little bits of it. And they're like, wow, that's really good. And he's like, well, thanks. I've been working hard on it. And just, like, he's ridiculous. He was also the one that shot our neighbor's crabgrass with bleach out of a water gun every time he went on a walk. So, like, my hero, honestly. Just... Yeah? He's just... Ah. Yeah. I think it's all about how you approach and how old you're going to end up yeah. technically being. Or I, genetics. I probably. firmly agree with that, about you only are as old as you act. They asked me about that recently. The librarians, Ooh. they're okay. like, how, Kinsey, how old do you think is too old? 
I think it's all in your head. Yeah. And his friend's like, that's a good answer. There you go. He's like, see, see, just thought of it. She's like in her 80s. I think so. I don't know. I think the number's been set. I just don't do well with numbers. So yeah, that's like... fair. But yeah. but yeah, she's older, so yeah, it's like, it's just thing, it depends. Nice. Also, I work with mostly older people, so I wasn't going to say what I thought old was. <laughs> that's I have a fair. sense of self-preservation. You know those weird little, like, life perspectives kids have? Yeah. I was 100% certain that unless you died, like, from murder or some horrible accident, everyone lived to 100. Wow. So, I was convinced that 50 was middle-aged, which, you know, an argument can be made, it still is sort of on the later end, but, like, my parents tried so hard to convince me that that wasn't a thing, and I just categorically was like, nah, 100, and you kick the bucket, and they're like, if you're lucky, you make it to 100, I'm like, no. Fun fact, in Japan, they used to do this thing where if you turned 100, the emperor would send you a silver cup. Mm. And they had to stop doing that because so many people were turning 100 that they were having, like, silver shortages. That's funny. Yeah. Japan and, like, Greece? Italy. I think it's Italy. Italy. Those are the places to go if you want to learn how to live till you're 100. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking about good deaths, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what started this yeah, whole interesting conversation. This is where we were going. Yeah. And initially, my thought was like yours, except maybe a little modified. Like, probably if we feel I, good. It's very generic, mine is. Feel good. You go to the doctor, they're like, hey, you've got like a week to say goodbye to people and, you know, basically pain free. You know, you, you get to say goodbye to people. It's mostly for the other people, because honestly, I'd be fine dying. But, like, I started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a more sudden approach would be a little bit more fun for me. How so? I'd like Go to think. Go out with the bangs. Like to theory? think. By the time I'm in my eighties, I will have made plenty of enemies. That seems right. reasonable, knowing who I am as a person, right? Yeah, all right. That'll track. Yeah, sure. So, like, sniper. Okay. Because I think. It would be pretty funny to be an 80-year-old sniper victim. All right. You know? Do we at least still get to catch your killer? I think it would be a very funny obituary. Sure, catch my killer. Bring me to justice. Yeah, it's like, if this is happening and I'm anywhere nearby, I'm not going to think it's actually a good death to be traumatized by it. But I'd like to bring your killer to justice. I was assuming you'd already have Alzheimer's and would just... You know, that's fair. I was like, so much by the events. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wasn't going to traumatize you. All right, all right, but, like, right. and then, and then the fun part, you know, that post online where they're, like, um, make a jewel out of my ashes and yeah. mount it on the sword yeah, because yeah. the only way I'm taken out is by my enemies. Yes. See, that, that's starting to sound like a real good death to me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's memorable. That's a, that's an interesting version of a legacy. And Cat, Cat can get the sword because right. she's immortal. You're right. She will live until... Who knows how long. It would work. I don't know what she's going to do with a sword as a little tiny old 70 year old lady. (laughs) She'll find a use for it, I think. She'll come up with something to do with it. My first thought was chopping cabbage because of the monster hunt thing, and I don't. (laughs) Nah. Yeah. 
don't you find a new score and then it's just like passed down through the through yeah. her family? It'll be another family heirloom exactly. like Phil. But they should find some actual I really hope she goes with some ridiculous story for to go along with it as well. Honestly, if I was murdered by a sniper and they made a jewel out of my ashes to mount on a sword, I don't think you need to make a ridiculous story. I think she could add to it. Like, maybe their whole, like, they have it in the family until all your enemies are killed or, like, caught. And then blood disappears in a cloud of smoke. Yeah, we haven't gotten that far. <laughs> I could Just hire, something happens. I could hire someone contractually before I die <laughs> to sneak in and make the sword vanish once all my enemies are murdered. That sounds fun. Yeah. That's a good time. Not only are you helping your sense of family, but, like, that family is now going to have an interesting <laughs> story moving on. Not only do they have an heirloom, they also have, like, this weird legacy thing to continue. We've made Kat's family a band of assassins. Do you think she would want anything that differently? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't think so. Based on the noise of her family members, I don't, I don't think they'd be opposed either. I don't see the hermit or the gremlin as assassins, I'll be honest. No, but I feel like they'd be gung-ho to know people who were. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, they're like, we can train you and figure out, like, that's a cool story, bro. Like, we'll help you from, like, the tech end to figure nah, out things out. That's but it's great. like, we might need somebody else to do the actual man work. Man work? Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> actual labor? Killing? I don't know. The man work. Man kill people. It's It makes sense. Man? Man. Man, okay. Man kill. What, were you, what did you think I said? I don't know. Just the way you said man kill people. It was just like, Tarzan, meet Jane. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just didn't sound like a sentence. Man does kill people, though. Man does. Male. Male does. Male, male kill male, people. Male kill people. So you basically want to go out with a bang. Ah, yeah. Fair enough. So long as no one else is hurt in the crossfire and or, you know... Do you get, like... Explosion radius. So you want to build up a big enough legacy that, like, all your enemies are kind of gunning for you, and then everyone's got to figure out, like, your obituaries, what all you did in life to piss that many people off. That then they're like, ah, we should write books about her and stuff. I mean, I didn't think that hard about it. I just assumed I'd have enemies, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get snipered... Like, I feel like people are going to be like, what's the story here? They said she was this kind of nice old lady. <laughs> Why did a sniper take her out? I don't know that anyone's going to think I'm a kind of nice old lady. That's the goal, but knowing how much You're the fun old I lady where, you're, where you can be nice, but you will also bite someone's head off. You're going to be old enough that you're like, I don't care anymore. You're like, I didn't care when I was younger either, so, like, I just have more freedom to not care. Yeah. I'll be honest, though, I'm a little concerned about how much pain I'll be in when I'm older, because pain makes you really grumpy, and I don't want to be a bitchy old lady. Backhanded compliments. Backhanded compliments. That's the out. That's where I have an outlet for my pain. <laughs> Pretty much. You know? We do that. Maybe you get into, I don't know, something when you're older, and so then you can, like, use that as an outlet as well. I don't know if you're, like, attacking people online, taking down bad people or what, but I feel like you could find something to do. Fair enough. Something to pass the time. I really, I just, I hope it's a wonderful, like, headline of a news article for old lady snipered, you know? Yeah. I don't know what it would be, but, like, man. In this class, do you have to come up with your own obituary or anything? Yeah, I have to write my own obituary. <laughs> Are you going with the old lady snipered? Possibly. I think it'd be fun. You're not wrong. I just think your teacher's gonna have a lot of questions. I think you probably have one of the most fun ones in class. Probably. 
I'm pretty fun. I don't think a teacher's going to expect that. I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Kat took it last semester. I don't remember. I think she was hit by a car. I chose to die under mysterious circumstances. Old lady shot. <laughs> Old lady shot that managed to get two shots off first. <laughs> <laughs> In quick thinking, she noticed the glint off the scope. <laughs> Unfortunately, she just winged her assassin. However, so does that police are hot words? on the trail. Do you get last words? No, I definitely was taken out by a headshot. I just noticed. But like, then how did you? Oh, so did, you, so did you say something? Okay. Okay. No, no, no. So like, how would they know that you knew this, that you saw the scope? Had you, did you mention it to someone before they got shot? If I managed to shoot in the general direction <laughs> of a sniper, I think they realize I saw him. Like, I don't think that's unreasonable. <laughs> Old lady randomly pulls gun and gets shot. Like, <laughs> no! <laughs> I mean, that's another way to go. <laughs> uh, I was looking at throwing knives today, speaking of ways to go out. <laughs> they were just kind of turning into like a hundred ways to die, and I'm not unconvinced some of these are not just Is dumb. Is it a hundred ways to die or a hundred ways to kill? Fair enough. <laughs> One sounds much more fun than the other. It does. I feel like my both might end up being illegal, but... Well, I honestly was just thinking about it in terms of, like, our circus that we have. They're, like, ten Are we inch... killing people in the circus now? No. Oh, just knife. throwing them as a general knife. knife. Yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. When we were talking about death, I wasn't sure where this was going. Well, we were talking about weapons, and that triggered this okay. thought. Okay, so yeah. throwing knives. Yeah, the ten inch ones, and they're heavy, so, like, they will actually sink into the target, unlike those stupid little ones that I had. We're gonna need to get targets, then. We're gonna need targets, and we're gonna need a safe place to set up, because I don't think throwing at the house is a good idea, and definitely not throwing at the cars that pass by in our road. This is also true. Yeah, same issue with our archery. But I think we can figure something out. I also feel like we need to bag this in whenever we finally actually get a place. I really hope that we end up having a fence. Mm. Like, really hope. Because, you know, I want a dog, too. We could eventually put up a fence. That's true. But I also saw a thing on Pinterest where, like, they drill holes, like, this big in mm -hmm. the fence, and then they put the little colored glass pieces that you get at, like, Michael's, okay. and so it kind of looked a little bit like a woodpecker made stained glass windows in your fence, and it was really cute. I feel like when we finally do get a house, we're just gonna need to find somewhere that neither of us have work or anything, and just for a few solid months, just work on the house. <laughs> solid months? <laughs> We yeah. have a lot of different project ideas. That's fair. And I don't think we can get them done in, you know, just a few weeks. I do know So that. I'm just building in space because you all, because just, you, you can't yeah. Yeah, just go straight. I know. Like, having a month straight would be nice and then, like, just have some months where we can set aside something. That sounds fun. Yeah. We need at least one secret room. Yes. With a bookcase passage way. Yes. A room that is just floor-to-ceiling. Books. Yes. With the ladder. Yes. Because what self-respecting library doesn't have that? <sighs> Most libraries now, they fall out of fashion. I so said self-respecting. I don't Fair consider enough. AU's library self-respecting. We would respect it more if anyone else respected us. No, I would respect the library more if it had more of a fiction section. We sent it all over to the curriculum lab. And I'm not going to go to the education I know. department. Nobody knows that it's there anyways. Technically, you can find other books upstairs. They're just all interspersed with all the other English stuff. Mm. 
They technically do have comic books upstairs too. Mm. Comic books, other languages, and they do have like Wicked and different stuff like that that I found there. Ah. Some of the classics as well. Interesting. You just go to the theme section. I still think. I think Christian fiction's also up there. I knew we used to have a section that was just for Christian oh, fiction. Oh, good. But... Girl, has crime happened? Girl meets man detective. I feel like we have Ted Decker. They maybe. solve. Randy the... Alcorn. Randy Alcorn is amazing. I think. Maybe Ted Decker as well. I can't remember who all. Randy I know Alcorn we've got all the incredible. Tolkien stuff, different C.S. Lewis things, not just Chronicles of Narnia. The the mm, hideous strength and all those. Maybe I think we've got the one where it's the animals. Yeah. Whatever this that one is. I don't remember. So speaking of both Randy Alcorn and uh-huh. C.S. Lewis. In one of Randy Alcorn's books, he has his character, one of his characters goes to heaven. Hmm. And um, the way God sets up heaven in the book, which I sincerely hope is how he does it, I'm sure it'll be even better than I imagined. But he um, has people who are influential in your life, like kind of show you the ropes of heaven. So C.S. Lewis ends up like being tour guide to the character. And he keeps writing books. Yeah, Heaven has a massive library. Like, they just keep going, and you never stop learning, and that just sounds like the best version of Heaven, and I'm so excited. I I got wildly distracted again, but... This is all that this is about. We came in without a plan. We just need to really just (laughs) stop trying to focus any of these and just go with whatever tangents. Just come up with a general idea of a topic and just... So this one is death? So far, it's been the main topic. I don't know what the title is going to be. <laughs> we killed the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we can come up with something more creative. I'm a little offended, but I understand. We don't want them to actually think we've killed the podcast. That's true. This is not We're actually gonna... This is not our last episode. Yeah. We plan to make more. We Probably killed more our schedule time. for the podcast. That's true. Yeah. We are revamping it, I think. Yeah, it's a little too stressful doing it as structured as we did. And we're not structured people. We're not. We'll come up with a new schedule that we'll tell you at some point, once we figure it out. Yes. Um, In the erstwhile, I hope whoever listens to our rambling has a lovely time and doesn't get too bummed out by all the death talk. I think it's fun. We'll have a different conversation at another point. Like, just... We have better hopes for the new year than... Death. I also <laughs> hope that no one takes to heart my my desires for death too quickly, because I was thinking in my 80s. No one act on this quite yet, please. They're going to have to go through a lot of things to figure out how to decide to sniper kill you now. I would like to think we have at least a singular dedicated fan who is like, I will... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. You want to you keep going with that? No. I was curious to see where I was going to go. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be taken out this early. And that's fair. I just feel like it's, people would have to do a lot of work to do that now. And you, I don't know if we've... If I think we have value. Enemies. I think someone else can recognize our value and would be willing to make our dreams come true. But I'm just trying to clarify this is do not... have any enemies as of yet? I mean, you're the one who wants enemies more. So, so like, how many enemies do you think you have at this current moment? I'm going to have to give that some thought. I'm convinced mm-hmm. at least twice in my life I've probably seen things I wasn't supposed to see. You're, so like, you're getting closer and not, closer to your quota not, of having walked past merges and not knowing it. 
I'm 100% sure we have walked past a murderer sometime in our life. That's just... That is a statistic. Statistics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, like, I don't remember where I was going with that. They, you've seen at least two things you shouldn't have. I, I feel like that has to be the case. And Fair. so it's not like I so actively know about... enemies out there. Yeah, it's not like I okay. actively know who my enemies are. Are you going to actively know who your enemies are? Or is if it more they just act on make? it and, you know, miss... <laughs> <laughs> So just you have these hypothetical enemies out there that you're not actually sure about. I'm pretty sure everyone has death threats or what? How are you gonna know you have enemies? I thought that I like, just you walk around in the comments. I mean, I assume by the time I'm eighty, I will definitely have made some enemies that I can confirm. Checklist enemy, but like, I feel like most people have people in their lives who consider them enemies and don't realize it. Cause I've had a lot of people arch- just hate me for no reason. <laughs> It's a valid point. Or no, no reason that I know It's of. not a valid point. I'm sure they have a reason, okay. but I don't know what the reasons are. All right, so will you have an arch nemesis? Are you an arch nemesis? Like, you know that post that's like, you're the protagonist in someone's story, mm-hmm. and then they're all, like, that means you're also the antagonist in someone's story, and like, that's just... Yeah. So yeah, I can be someone's arch nemesis. Like, I don't hold any ill will towards... Anyone that I can think of off the top of my head. It'll be a developed thing. You'll eventually see it in the papers and different things where it's uh, like, I feel like they just be more confident. It's like, yes, you're my arch nemesis. You know, you're like, huh? Okay, yeah, sure. That's a, that checks my list, all right? It's like our former roommate with your mom. <laughs> when she sent the note, our feud is over. And your mom was like, what? That's fair. So, yeah, I could definitely be the unknown nemesis of someone. I like to think at some point you know. <laughs> Just so you can I'd check like it off your so list. Too. Just so you can check it off their list, or like they might be that annoying, but you can just check it off your list, and then you like we can we can talk about them mm. as being you're crazy. I just it's thought just of someone who might kind of count, but like I'm related and I'm not prepared to sink that ship. Fair enough. So yeah, you're going out because of your enemies, right? As your good death uh-huh. to go out with a bang. It's a good death, but like at whatever age I'm at, mm-hmm. like my immediate family probably deceased. That's fair. And and you will be out of your mind. Yeah. Chances so are hopefully fairly... I'm not traumatizing anyone with this death. So just leaves Cat. Right. So Cat has to seek your revenge and potentially be the only one traumatized. She can handle the trauma. She is relatively well balanced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a word to describe any of us, but okay. She can process things better than you or I can. That's true. Yeah. We'll go with that one. That's true. Yeah. Alright, so on that fun note... Of we don't want to have good deaths soon, but it's an <laughs> eventual plan. Yeah. What are your thoughts on a good death? You Viewers can, at home, You could reach out in. to us on Pinterest or Instagram, and <laughs> theoretically on Sarcasm Twitter. Sarcasm size. Yep. Sarcasm size podcast, I believe. Yes. And just um, look for the well. It's not actually on our Spotify, but if you look for a little emblem with a fox and a turtle, you found us. You have. I think that wraps it up. It does. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to end on a quote. Oh, okay. Just a sec. Wait, off the top of my head. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the oh, riskiest boy. one to not include context. Even in her note, she has context in it. Alright, here's a fun one, especially with everything we've been doing. Okay. You're starting the beginning of the end if you give that to her. There you go.
Nice and ominous. Very ominous. You're starting the beginning of the end if you give that to her. <laughs>